I get uh, Facebook sponsored ads, which is why I don't go on Facebook all that often mm. for the adult slip on sneakers. Ah, well, you need them. You get I the do. Shudini. I well, again, <laughs> a Shudini. I don't think um, you know those. Are, that's more for like your olds, mm-hmm. and for the orthopedic shoes that they wear. Right. It's more so of not bending over um, and not giving them a plug or anything like that, mostly because I don't know how to pronounce the name of the company, but it's like Kizik or something. Right. And they have like, you know, fancy styles that look like contemporary sneakers, like I give a damn, you know, mm-hmm. but because they're fancy styles with contemporary designs, they also have fancy prices with contemporary prices. <laughs> right. So they start at like $130 up. And that's like two pairs of my sneakers that I wear currently. No, I get you. Yeah. And the weather's nice, so I got to wear my sneakers for the first time in months uh, this week. It was nice today. Uh, no, I'm I'm afraid of Friday with the with the talk of ice that always gets uh, my my blood pumping. So yeah, we'll see. Well, I don't want to lean too hard on my voice because who knows how long it's going to last for. I sound okay now. Yep, but you're cracking. I can hear you cracking, Joe. But I, I'll, I'll just say, um, it didn't get much better. Obviously, after we recorded, um, Patreon on Saturday, mm-hmm. and my wife made me go to the urgent care on Sunday. Right. And they said, like, if I so first of all, I go over, and remember the last time I had to go over, like. End of December or whatever it was, and I was sitting in the parking lot for hours and hours, and it was a whole ordeal. Yep. I think I was in the parking lot for like maybe ten minutes. So Ooh. Sunday is the time to go if you need to go yeah. to urgent care. Yeah, I'll try to schedule my emergencies for the Sundays. Right. So they're like, "Well, we're going to give you a COVID test." I'm like, "Well, I don't think it's COVID, but you guys do you. You know what I mean?" Mm-hmm. So they give me a COVID test. No COVID. Huzzah. Um. And he's like, if you had something viral, you don't have anything viral now. Um, Looking in your throat, we don't see anything. Um, But just from the way that you sound, yeah, like it sounds like you got laryngitis. Mm -hmm. Which stupid me, I'm like, oh, that's like something you could just get, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about laryngitis. Right, I don't know either. So they... um, uh, the guy's like, oh, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm a world famous podcaster. <laughs> no, no. Um, I told him what I do for a super secret science job. And I said, I'm like, you know, it's essentially me just talking for like eight to nine hours a day. And uh, he's like, yeah, hmm. do you think you can get like a day or two off or something? And I'm like, well, I'll take a day and see how that works, you know? Right. So I took Monday off and, uh, and I, like my kid was off for President's Day too. Um, obviously, if he was here, I wouldn't be talking at all. But because he was here, I had to, I had to talk to someone for a while. You know, I can't just ignore my kid. You can, because I can, but you're not really supposed to. Um, so, and they prescribed me prednisone, which is some sort of steroid or whatever. Yeah, cycling on. All right, all right. I I know how to do that. <laughs> you know, I've studied some of the best. He's got the needle sticking out of his ass. Joe does. Yeah. So, like I said, Sunday I felt terrible, sounded terrible. Uh, Monday 
felt a little bit better, sounded terrible. Uh, Tuesdays we record this first part of the day, felt like shit, sounded like shit. And, uh, you know, oh, and I got so uh, and I swear I'm going to stop talking here shortly. But no, you're not. You can't you can't give it up, man. I have diarrhea of the mouth. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I always call in to the pod Van Dam boys. Right. And they claim claim that they're like, oh, yeah, we record the same time all the time, except when they don't. They haven't had like they haven't recorded the same day two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. In three months. Okay. And they're like, oh no, we always record on Mondays. Unless we have to do it on Tuesdays and a couple times on Wednesdays. And I'm like, guys, I've been so fucked up this week. You know what I mean? And like I have laryngitis. So I called in and I left them a message. And then I get texts from the other guys. They're like, oh my God, you sounded horrible. Are you okay? I'm like, yes. <laughs> And I'm like, well, that's give me that they don't listen to the wrestling show, which is not a bone of contention, but it's kind of like a source of uh, gentle ribbing to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, where the hell was I going with this? So I did that. Like I said, today started off bad. Got better as we got here. Just need to kind of give it a rest. I'm interested to hear. I'm going to sound at the end. Of the obviously very short episode of the main show that we did, <laughs> right? I think we're ditching plugs. We're gonna we're gonna see what we can do. Well, you'll see. A lot got ditched. Okay. So th- we had Todd stuff to follow up on. All right. Todd stuff that I was gonna question you about from last week, mm-hmm. and just the Todd world, right? It is. It's. It might be your world, but it's Todd's street. That's the way right. I look at it. Um. So, uh, what's this deal with some new Muppet thing coming up soon? That one, I didn't see anything on. I looked and I don't know. You could have, when I emailed you, you could have pushed back and said, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, I had, I had, I'm have a weird week too. So, but I'm not going to go into that. So sorry about that one. Sorry about that one. No, I think there was like something where I saw. Folks were talking about there was like some script or something that was going around. Oh, okay. I know about a Muppet thing that never got made. Maybe that was DJ talking about um, that. I know about an old project was it was Gonzo gets put in charge of the movie. And um, uh, it basically the whole bit of the movie is he blows the budget like in the first couple of minutes of the movie or whatever. And from then on the movie, just like they keep cheaping out and it becomes a running gag until the end. When you get to the end, like, I think it's like stick animation or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's basically, which I mean is the Muppet, uh, uh, the most Muppet thing that has ever been, you know what I mean? So I would have, I would have loved to have seen that. Right, so I saw people talking about that, but then I could have swore there was some other thing that popped up. It's like, oh, well, because of that, like, now here's discussion of whatever it is, right? Right. But I guess not. Like I said, it's tough to keep track of everything. Right, I did not see that, so. Well, I know um, you definitely did see in regards to all the Futurama stuff, yes? Yes, 
I saw that they are bringing it back to Hulu, streaming on Hulu, um, and they brought back all of the original cast except for John. It's John DiMaggio because I want to say Joe DiMaggio, but I think he's a baseball player, one of those American cricket players. So uh, he's he's a baseball man, yes. Right. So it's John DiMaggio, and he ended up. I mean. He basically came out and said that he's uh, what is it uh, uh, negotiating with them, but they're you know they're playing hardball and he's not backing down. I mean he's been pretty much open about his thing and he was talking about how like oh uh, like how like you know how cartoon voices voice uh, actors are pretty much like uh, d- disparaged in the industry and um, I mean see you know if you don't believe that see mod the the actress who did Mod Flanders's voice. So uh, he's holding out, but they're going to go ahead and do it without him. Like they're having somebody, you know, recasting the voice. They're doing read throughs or whatever. Um, I look at it as I would love uh, uh, John DiMaggio to come back as Bender. I believe Bender's the heart and the soul of the show, even though he's not really like, you know, heartfelt. But uh, so without him, I don't think it's going to work. And I think even if they recast him, people are going to be like, uh but uh, I like to think that this is all a publicity ploy because all any publicity is good publicity. Um, and hopefully he will be back. I will. I'm hoping I'm hoping that they could they could sort everything out. But if they do, I'm I mean, I'm looking forward to new Futurama. Everybody else is like, oh, it hasn't been good since the first five seasons. I'm like, I don't care. Even halfway decent Futurama is better than most of the TV that's on right now. For sure. You know, going through a, uh, from the beginning rewatch of the Simpsons with my kid, mm-hmm. you get to see how much better Simpsons then, you know, even the Simpsons that, um, may not have like the same fervor as like those great seasons, you know, like mm-hmm. season two and early season three stuff, uh, how good it is compared to stuff even today, let alone what was airing against it back then, you know? Right, right. And I know just this past Sunday was uh, the 30th anniversary of the softball episode, Homer at the Bat, which is, you know, what I always say is like the benchmark, landmark episode of the show where it changed from just being an animated sitcom to becoming like the juggernaut, the phenomenon, the whatever, the the cultural thing that it is still to this day. Like, if that softball episode doesn't hit what it hits, pun intended, Mm -hmm. are the Simpsons still a thing today? I know your other co-host, the better co-host that you have, has a really hot take on the Simpsons. So, Uh I don't. And I, he, I think he does it like a bit. You know what? Well, is that up there with his Bret Hart bit too? So, no, I think that's up. uh, I think that's up there with his he hates money bit. Okay, I'm just gonna say this because I'm not always in on the fancy gentleman's bits. No, not that I'm not in on. I'm like, ah, I could take him or leave him. I'm, you know, he'll tell me about stuff. But the fact that me knowing whether or not, even if it's not, that his, you know, his hot takes on The Simpsons of Bret Hart, seeing all of you from Bore Money to you to everybody else biting, I'm like, I like just a huge thread. I was cracking up. And then I'm like, like, even if he does believe it, like, whatever, like you're, you're, you're you're never going to win with it. And um, the one thing that I do think about is I was at his house and I was actually talking to him about it. Like, he's like, there's only one good episode and that's the softball episode. And I'm like, nah, the best episode is clown college. And he's like, well, and this was his argument. He was like, 
Well, you do know that the Simpsons episode of softball is in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He said, is the clown college one in the clown hall of fame? And then he's like, is there a clown hall of fame? So during a porch talk, uh, when we weren't recording, I looked it up and there is a clown college hall of fame. And I do want to call them and find out if it's in there, like the softball episode in the, in the baseball hall of fame. That that's, that's some good stuff there. <laughs> hey, but- if I can get it in, if I can get it, you know, then, then my, my work on this world is done. So, um, I get what you're saying um, regarding Futurama, both in like those first like Fox seasons or like something special, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of took like a lot of the best parts of The Simpsons and yeah. kind of amped them up like all, you know, as they say, all killer, no filler. Yep. There's very few Futurama episodes from that original run um, that are bad. Yeah. Or like even less than good. Yeah. I mean, right out of the gate. All right. Maybe the first one, cause you're getting all the characters put in place. You, but yeah. You, you gotta, you gotta, it's the establishing episode, you know? R- right. But when you get to the second one and they go to the moon and it's an amusement park, like you're already doing the blackjack and hookers joke. And that's a, qual- that's a, like a, that's a 10 in the Futurama you know what I mean? So I'm like, that's where it starts in the second episode. Like, fantastic. To, you know, you get to, what is it? Uh, like, to, to the peak of it. To me, which is the peak of it is uh, Jurassic Bark and Luck of the Fryish. Like, those are your two best episodes of the of Futurama. Right, but, like, you couldn't name, like, a bad episode or even, like, no. a Midland episode. No, like you know? I said, basically the most Midland one is the first one. Which right. is laying all the groundwork. So that being said, when it comes back as like the mini movies and all those sort of things, mm-hmm. they were good, but they just felt weird, right? Yes. Like they felt as like though they were um, half a season that was somehow tried to be cobbled together into mini movies. But right. then they didn't feel like mini movies. They felt like episodes of TV shows tried to be put together. And I think if we watched them in a vacuum, they'd be much more enjoyable. Yes. But I'll and, say this. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'll say this about those mini movies. The mini movies were awkward because as I was watching them, I didn't know they were going into the next one. Like, because there was, you know, at the end of this one, there was a tear in space. And then that's where the, the creature from the other universe comes from. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm watching all of them. And it, 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 it's, I didn't know. And it's like, so yeah, it is basically literally those three movies are like one long ongoing story for a season, which wasn't Futurama's bag. Um, so it's weird. Um, but I will say this, all of those shows have laugh out loud funny moments for me. And like you were saying, it feels a little bit weird. I think it's because of the fact like you didn't get the complete band back together. You had all the voices, but the writers kind of went their separate ways. And I remember reading something about it. It was like, we tried to get everybody back, but like, you know, uh, schedules didn't work out here and there. And you got some of these guys. So you didn't have that. So you couldn't get that. Like, as we talk about the magic in the bottle again, but uh, I look at it, those 
those are, are still funny to me. I don't think, obviously, they're the, the first Fox uh, five seasons. But to me, when it gets weird is when you get to like that last season, which was either Comedy Central or Cartoon Network or whatever it was, the last couple seasons, where it makes me worry about the new Hulu ones because the voices that like uh, Billy West sounded like he had laryngitis while he was recording some of the episodes. And I was like, Ooh, like fry sounds fry sounds like he was old fry when he was, uh, hanging out with the narwhal episodes that his voice got burned in the fire or whatever. That's where I was like, okay, we, I hope Billy West like got time to, to like calm his, calm his vocal cords to do this. Cause that's the only thing I worry about. So, um, yeah, so you have to take into consideration that all of these people are just older in general, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, back before I prevented my kid from doing it, and he was watching Simpsons cut up on YouTube, you know, <laughs> right, and he would watch, like, a newer episode. Like, Marge sounds like Patty and Selma now. Right, it sounds like the uh, uh, Mrs. Bouvier. Yeah. Like the and grandmother. Just, everyone's older. You know, and um, I feel as though it's probably part of his contract where Dan Castaneda Castaneda has to sing more in episodes as Homer, because I think he could do the Homer voice better in song as opposed to spoken word. Right. And it's definitely noticeable. But that's the thing. All of these guys are older, so it's going to be much more noticeable Whereas a John DiMaggio who Bender is like just this, this loud, brash, whatever it is, like voice that he could just kind of turn on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, you kind of need him. And I know that you think it's all part of some sort of marketing scheme or something. Um, I just think that he's probably like, no, it's what I'm worth. Pay me my money, you know? Right. And, and they're like, to... eh. and they're, they're playing games, but he's like, no, my game is, is the money I want. Give me my money. And whose corner are the people in? You know what I mean? Well, they're yeah, gonna, of course. They're going to be in public opinion. You know, yep. they're not going to side with the faceless, nameless company. They're going to yeah. side with the guy whose face we kind of sort of know, but voice we kind of know. Yeah. And he's pretty good these days on uh, Disenchantment because Disenchantment came back a few, like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. For like the net the next season. And he does King Zog on there. And Zog, he's like, he's like an like a like a version of Bender that's like all gravelly and everything. So I have I have no doubt he's good. Like I said, it's like Billy West at whatever he's at, trying to do a 20-year-old fry. You know what I mean? Like you just sound old. So but mm-hmm. I do hope it goes through. That being said, I'm gonna try it regardless. Uh whether uh the, the he he joins up because I want to see at least what the new bender sounds like. But once again, I'm scamming off my brother's Hulu, so I'm not paying. It's not like it's they're not getting money just from Futurama from me. You know what I mean? Right. So. And then um you would also um this weekend, Todd, you did the one thing that you're never supposed to do. Interact? You went full toy boy. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say interact on Twitter. No, no, it's okay. So um, a couple days ago, I saw some thing come up. Um, some lady Ninja Turtle figure. who I have no idea who the hell it was, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh, it says Mirage in front of it. I think Todd is going to do something with this yep 
And then lo and behold, that sent you on like a whole weekend spree. So what's going on with all these uh, NECA Ninja Turtle reveals? And uh, how much money are you already in the hole for since all the pre-orders went up on Tuesday? Yes. Well, not all of them. But um, so basically what had happened was uh, because there's no toy fair this year, like at the Javits Center or whatever. Um, NECA is doing these little like bursts of like, I'm guessing, um, videos, like they'll be interviewed by somebody because you know, that's how they have to drum it up. So like this one, maybe they have their horror line or whatever. They might go over here and, and do a video. I'm like, don't care about the horror line. You have the predator aliens don't care about the predator aliens. Like they're like, Oh, we have some like turtle news. And I'm like, okay, I knew they were doing, you know, a new, other than the one that's in the loot crate that I'm still waiting on. Um, that I don't get to take my email out of my <laughs> delete it yet. Um, it, it, uh, they're like, okay, we had a fugitoid in the works and they never really said it was the fugitoid. They just gave you the, the silhouette. And I'm like, wow, it's the fugitoid. I, I, I know who it is. So they're like, okay, let's we get to the thing. And on the video, it was like, okay, here's the first video we're doing, uh, whatever the Archie line or, or whatever. And it's like at the whatever minute markets, here's the Mirage line. I'm like, okay. And they're like, well, we finally have the fugitoid figure and here it is. It's all done. And it's in the packaging. Now the packaging is different from the, uh, Mirage figures that I've bought before, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Don't care. And he gets into it. He's like, oh, so this is in this. And then the packaging is uh, we're using art all from Kevin Eastman. And if we don't have a lot of uh, decent artwork that we can use from the comics, we've gone to Kevin Eastman and we're like, hey, will you draw these things for the package art? And he's like, yes, whatever. Like, I would love to do it. And they're like, so there I am. The guy's like working from neck. He's like, like, I'm getting uh, sketches from kevin eastman and he's asking me to critique them and i'm like uh you're kevin eastman you created them just kind of you know whatever but he's like yeah okay for the box we kind of need this or whatever so he's like here's this and i'm like oh okay that's fantastic i want it um that they didn't say when it would be out or pre-orders but uh he basically said that uh as he went on he's like this line of the mirage line unlike some of the other ones they're just going to be in specialty stores they're not going to be walmart exclusives they're not going to be target exclusives they're going to be comic shop slash GameStop slash um like uh big big bad toy store like uh, earth america like with all those stores like any any of them can order them um maybe they will be in walmart because walmart does carry neca but he's like so we have that and we're announcing other ones and here's that lady who's rennet or renette or however they say their name. She was a time traveling lady who helped the turtles for a while. Um, so they're like, we have that character, even though I discussed it on Twitter that they did the paint job from the bad, uh, recolored IDW reprints. Yeah. Because, um, they were all black and white comics. They had no color in them. They just went by whatever was on the covers for color. So, uh, they're like, Oh, we're going to do red. I'm like, that's red. I'll take it. If they do the, the blue, I'll do it. I'm like, okay. And then during the, uh, the, the, the video, they're like, okay, so we have those two. We have the fugitoid. We have this. I don't know how well, you know, the Mirage they did. They said, we're going to have, uh, Utrams, which were just, they were the, in the Mirage run. They were the, uh, blueprint for Krang from the cartoon. They were the alien in the robot stomach. But instead of being like a big, like giant robot, they were robots that could put skin on and, and walk around and, you know, B 
be camouflaged among people and they weren't evil. They were good. They were good. So they're like, oh, we're doing this. And we have Kevin Eastman artwork for the packaging. And once again, all, uh, you know, regular comic shop stores and specialty stores. So you can get as many as you want. I'm like, fantastic. And then at the end, like, he's like, and, um, they showed, and I think I may have tweeted the picture out at some point, a golf bag with stuff and a mask hanging off. And he's like, and we're working on a Casey, we're working on a Casey Jones, but that one is not like approved yet. Like, like all these are, these are all coming out. And uh, I was like, that's the one I've been waiting for. I'm buying that one. And I may be buying 10 of them. I don't know, <laughs> but the pre-orders um, started going up. Like they're like these, like you can get this, you can get the Rennet figure, now and i'm like i don't know where i want to get it from i have to ask a couple of uh people who are toy boy adjacent to me um like what the best ones are i forget what companies but i'm gonna i'm getting them all like regardless whether i'm getting one or multiple of it because some of them i'm going to want to rip open and do uh some stuff with or I'm, i'm getting it so that and then there's the uh neca is doing the last ronin figure which is that mini series and i and the fancy gentleman sent me a link and he's like, here, here's one for the, uh, the last Ronin, but it's the playmates version, which is the version that looks like the toys that they made in the eighties for the cartoon and everything sure. like that. Don't like that. And then a listener of the, I don't know if he's main show or both shows said, well, I found this and the, there's one from NECA and I'm like, Oh, that NECA one. Yeah. So that NECA one looks just like the art in the comic. And I think it's, uh, ratioed to be with the with the mirage figures so it'll be bigger because he's supposed to be bulkier and i'm like okay now i'm pre-ordering one of those so as of right now i'm definitely pre-ordering two figures as soon as i figure out where i'm getting them from and then there's going to be at least three more on the way and then they said they're all in on the mirage line and two other lines which i don't care about of the turtle figure so neck is going crazy and i'm like I don't do a lot of toys, but I think we said on the show, and I've said to you in the past, they do Mirage toys. I'll buy every single last one of them. Right. Well, we could talk off air. I know that you already got it from uh, your your toy boy, uh, Adam himself. Mm-hmm. I know I if it's a if it's an availability thing, um, I will typically always go directly through the company themselves, like the Hasbro ones. I'll get through Hasbro. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all these different little boutique ones that are coming out for like Zombie Sailor this and Super 7 that and so on and so forth, which are in and of themselves. I don't see NECA themselves has the pre-orders up no, uh, NECA, for the Barrage looking ones. NECA very rarely sells anything straight from their site. Now, I'll say this, the only thing that they have up, and you had mentioned before, there's ones that look more like the animated series ones. The Playmate ones, yes. Yeah, they look like the Playmates ones where it's like uh, the Rock Soldier and something else. And then like, right. right. So those ones you could only get through NECA. Yep. But then everything else appears to be, and I don't want to say scattered, but it's like, okay, they're available you could get them and like, here's all the different spots. And like I said, we'll talk off air where I um, would suggest, but that's just me. I I get you because to tell you the truth between me and you, um, I would love to get them from my local retailer, which will be able to get them. Yes. 
But I'm going to say this, and you know me, I will go to my retail, our retailer first for everything. But because it will be coming through Diamond, yes, and Diamond does not always package things well, I do not want to get into a pissing match, you know what I mean, on my side, because like I'm not Jeweler Loop Adam. Right. But I've also seen figure like there was figures that he had of the Marvel Legends 3.75 uh, uh, retro figures. And I was like, oh, these cards are busted up or I would have bought one or two. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's fine. But like, you know, so I was like, ah, I don't want to go through there because then it's like I would be like, am I being nitpicky over this figure? Well, yeah, I want one to open. So I don't care if this one's damaged, but it. I just go, this could end up awkward when I buy 99.99% of my other stuff through, through this. So that's why I kind of like, uh, and then do I do the, the premium of getting the, like, uh, the, what do you call it? Some of those sites where they're like, we'll give you, we'll give you the jeweler's loop version if you want. And I'm like for two bucks, sometimes I, you know, I've spent more on less, but yeah, yeah. Um, so what I'll say is I haven't had issues, but I've heard horror stories as you talk about getting it through a local retailer mm-hmm. and you run into the issue of one, it's coming through diamonds. So the, the quality of the thing is going to be up in the air, but mm-hmm. also the time that it comes in, it's going to be up in the air as well. Right. And then I don't know returnability. You know what I mean? Right. You know, like with the Bib Fortuna thing, everywhere else in the world, the like whatever the, the most recent one that I got was where all the pre-orders, even off Hasbro's site itself, said ships May 1st, and then our shop got it in three weeks ago. Yep. And it's the same exact thing. It's just the way sometimes different retailers, even the ones through the company itself, you know, the company that manufactures the item, they just may not get their shipment in before X, right? Yep. I mentioned before, and, you know, we'll just kind of wrap this up here, the Super 7, I had ordered the the Brian Myers Toy Boy figure right. in September of 2020. Gotcha. Um, uh, the only two places that have not gotten the figures in yet are Ringside Collectibles, which is like the major retailer for all, the major online retailer for all wrestling figures, and Super 7 themselves. Yep. Um, I will say this, just so you know, on your Bib Fortuna collection, I did see, I was at Walmart today getting, uh, uh, ice melt in case we get ice Friday. Sure. And they had a Bib Fortuna black series figure of the one right. you just got. So yeah, like on the shelf, which I had never seen before. So yeah, I would have went nuts. Yep. But, uh, one last thing I might, I'm probably going to run past you because, um, on the, the Mirage figures, I have, they did a, a, a diorama of a cityscape and like a two story, uh, thing. And I think big bad toy store has a pre-order for it, but everybody else doesn't. So I'm going to send you that link to tell me what you think if I should try pre-ordering it, even though, uh, other people says that it came out a year ago and is sold out. Um, so we'll talk about that off mic too. Yep. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for, uh, listening here to a, uh, little strip down, I guess, uh, episode 380 of Longbox Heroes <laughs> After Dark. And, uh, yeah, we'll see y'all here next week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.